Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pick Up Your Cross daily podcast with your host, Trainer Mitch. And today we're going to be talking about the transfiguration on the mountain. And before we get into that, on the podcast here, we talk about the story of Jesus and we spread his message and his life and what he did for us and what the cross means and that he died and rose again. He is a living God. And because of what he did, we have the opportunity to live this life out and have a human experience through forgiveness and grace and mercy on us. Uh, His bloodshed of all saved our saved our sins past present and future so just throwing that out there it's a reminder of what this all really means okay so uh to get into today's topic we have matthew chapter 17 is the transfiguration on the mountain and this is a uh a story about jesus showing himself truly who he is to his disciples he picked certain ones to accompany him on this uh, walk up to a mountain and i will kind of i guess i'll just kind of read through the whole thing verbatim or here and there uh so jesus takes peter james and john his brother up onto a mountain and was transfigured before them and his face did shine as the sun and his remnant was white as the light and behold there appeared unto them Moses and Elijah talking with him then answered Peter and said unto Jesus Lord it is good for us to be here if thou wilt let us make here three tabernacles one for thee, one for Moses, one for Elijah. While yet he while yet he spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. A bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud, which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were sore afraid. And Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise, and be not afraid. And when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man, only Jesus. And as they came down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, saying, Tell the vision to no man until the Son of Man be risen again from the dead. And the disciples asked him, saying, Why then say the scribes that Elijah must come first? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Elijah truly shall come first and restore all things. But I say unto you that Elijah has come already, and they knew him not, but have done unto him whatsoever they listed. Likewise shall also the Son of Man suffer suffer of them. Then the disciples understood that he spake unto them of John the Baptist. So that's like another weird thing that we might get into. But uh, 
I want to stick to the Transfiguration. So I'm going to read, I think there's a better version. The Amplified version had some different words in there that were more uh, thought-provoking. Uh, his appearance underwent a change in their presence, and his face shone clear and bright like the sun, and his clothing became as white as light. Okay. Shining cloud composed of light overshadowed them. Very interesting. Okay. So, that's about it, I guess. So that's what we have in the scripture. Now, what I'm about to get into is from some different teachings uh, by a man named Walter Russell and kind of into the quantum field theory realm of things. And it's not necessarily anything that I can say that, oh, yep, this is true. This is more of a thought experiment, potentially, if that's how you want to think about it, or just a thought-provoking way of experiencing things or thinking about things. So, the transfiguration. Jesus transforms himself in front of his disciples, of who he really is. So basically, Jesus is light. He is a being of light. And he was shining as bright as the sun. So now imagine actually experiencing that. There's a human being that starts to shine as bright as the sun. You wouldn't even be able to look at him. You can't stare at the sun. That is a very, very bright light. So I'm sure... To use that description, the disciples would have not been able to look at him during this time. So, what is light exactly? Now, we have some very original lights, which are the sun and the moon and the stars. Those are the original sources of light and fire. Now, in today's modern world, we have the light bulb, and we have TV screens, phone screens, all these different types of screens, and light bulbs. Now, I'm a big proponent and believer in the fact that modern light is very detrimental to human health, especially over long periods of time. Uh, Maybe not necessarily in the moment. It does have inflammatory effects that's documented. And it does have effects on blood sugar levels. But generally speaking, over chronic periods of time, blue light exposure, flicker rate on screens and other light bulbs have a negative effect on the human DNA. Because... We are also beings of light. And when we are interpreting this simple form of light source, we actually start to become that because we resonate and synchronize with our environments. 
So if we are in an environment that is mostly simple lighting, which is mostly blue light, LEDs, fluorescence, TV screens, etc., we're going to start to become that simple version. And if you know anything about ecology and ecosystems, when an ecosystem becomes simplified and you lose predators or you lose microbes, that starts to collapse. And those animals that are inside of that ecosystem start to run away and go elsewhere to find a new home and a new ecosystem to be a part of. So it basically collapses itself and destroys itself. And that's basically what the human body does. It uh, slowly starts to deteriorate, actually faster than normal, uh, if we are underneath these modern light bulbs and different non-native EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, for long periods of time. So never mind that, but that's kind of like my soapbox. I talk about that a lot. Um, back into what what is light. So light comes from the sun. Uh, we have the visible light spectrum. That's what we can actually see. And that is the rainbow. Roy G. Biv. Those are the colors that we can see and interpret in our eyes. Uh, there are That is only a tiny, tiny sliver of the light spectrum. There are x-rays, gamma rays, infrared rays, ultraviolet rays, all these type of things that are in the light spectrum. It's a very large spectrum, very complex spectrum. And we can only actually see a very tiny sliver. So this visible light spectrum is what we see uh, and how we see color. And what these disciples are seeing in this story is a very bright white light. It's a visible light. It's very bright. Now, getting into the teachings of light. So where does light come from? Now we say that it's the sun, but where does, where does everything come from? If we go back to the story of Genesis. In the beginning, God created light. He said, let there be light. And he saw that the light was good, and it was so. But later in the story, he creates the sun and the moon and the stars. So what was that original light? Now, this is for your speculation. I'm not saying that this is true in any way, but this is what I like to believe, and this is what I like to think about. So you can join me in my exploration and explanation of what this may be. Now, God is light. God is light. Now let's imagine one singular form of light. This is the universal light, the one and only. Nothing else actually exists. Everything comes from this one source. So then everything from that one source is just an extension of that one source of light. So that is God. So God is light. And what comes from God, we can say, are extensions. And those extensions start to create other things. And 
those other things can be the sun and the earth and blah 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 the list can go on and it gets really complicated and I don't really think I want to go into that as much because it's very uh, it's very hard to understand unless you're reading about it I think in my opinion but generally speaking we can just understand that there is only one light source, there's only one God, there's only one thing that is actually real and that is true. Everything else just is an extension of it because it comes from that original one source. And that's God. God is the original one source of light. He is light. And all things are created through him, by him, for him. And that is light. Okay? So obviously light is extremely important. And that goes, that's relevant to what I was talking about before, about light and simplicities in the human body and how we are also beings of light. And Jesus showed himself, his true self, to his disciples. And that he is a being of light. Now I could go to, as far as to say that we are the same. But we are, a, we are just humans. Jesus was God. And we don't have the ability to transfigure. And to see what our original form may be. Now I think we'll be able to experience that when we go to heaven. We'll be able to experience our true form. Which I think would just be light beings. Uh, so that one light source comes from God and in John, the gospel of John talks about Jesus being the light of the world and says a lot of things about him being light and blah, blah, blah. That's because he is also God. So Jesus is God and he is light. So he, he is the original. He is from the original. So everything else is also an extension of Jesus. And that's why Jesus is super, super important in everybody's life. Because without going through him and believing in him, you don't have a very good lawyer whenever you are giving your account to, to God. You want Jesus in your corner. And if you don't believe in Jesus and you don't have him in your heart and believe him to be your Lord and Savior, then he's not going to be in your corner when, you're, when you have to justify your life and your works and your fruit of your labor in front of God. So that's just my tidbit about that. Uh, so to get into more about what God is, God could be just this ball of light and everything is within it. All information to ever exist, past, present, and future, all things exist inside of this light 
because all things are created by light. Think about Earth, okay? So the, the extension of Earth. Without the sun, how would anything grow? So because of the specific light spectrum that the sun gives off and shines on animals, humans, plants, that is how things actually grow. Without the sun, there is no life. Without Jesus Christ, there is no life. So it's very much the same thing. As above, so below. As within, so without. So there's a lot of uh, those types of teachings that are involved in this story, at least in my opinion. Uh, so God is light. And something else that I think is really interesting about this uh, type of learning or teaching is uh, light doesn't actually travel. So in this, light is contained inside of this original form and it is just mirrored from space to space. So it's all reflections and it's not actually a traveling wavelength that has speed and velocity, but it's a mirrored reflection of stillness that travels through space through a mirrored reflection. So it's not actually a moving thing. It's a mirrored reflection from stillness. Now that's really hard to understand. And you'd probably have to read The Secret of Light book by Walter Russell to try to wrap your mind around it. But that's basically how everything else exists in the world too, is that um, things are mirrored reflections and resonating fields and that's how things are actually existing in the physical world so i'll wrap this up to finish with the physical and the importance of the physical realm now i mentioned this in the last episode when we look around and we see the beauty in the physical world like right now i'm staring at some green trees that have the fullness of their leaves um, it's about, it's almost summertime. It's not quite summer yet, but it's basically summer. It's hot enough for summer. And it's just so beautiful. And to be able to see the physical world for the beauty and the complexity. And to just be in awe and reverence of a mountain or a valley or a river or a stream or a pond or an animal, some type of creature, a bug. It doesn't matter what it is just to be able to see nature for what it is and to know that that comes from God God created all things and it is absolutely beautiful that is a great way to connect to God through nature in my opinion through his own creation we can connect to him and thank him and be grateful and almost meditate on that and through the mastery 
of appreciating the physical world, we can have a very good spiritual uh, relationship and spiritual wellness. And our spiritual health can be very, very good. And we can be whole and all the things about that. So it has to start in the physical. Because we are spiritual beings of light, although we are in this physical body that keeps us in the physical plane. So there has to be something very, very important about this physical realm that we exist in because we are, we are kind of trapped. Trapped's not a good word, but uh, we are in this. And there's no getting out unless you die. So there has to be something that we are to do here in the physical world that manifests God. So whatever that may be, it could be different for everybody. It could be small things, it could be big things. But we could start with the physical and getting in touch with your own body, learning about your body, learning about nature, tuning yourself into nature how important that is for your circadian rhythms, for the health of your organs and your body and your brain and your mind, your soul. Getting good sleep, very important. Having a good healthy body weight, very important. And those all have to do with having a clean temple, which is where the Holy Spirit resides, which is in you, especially if you have asked Jesus into your heart and you believe that he is the savior and that what he did on the cross was for you and saved you and all the things about that like i said in the beginning of the podcast so with all that being said uh the topic of light is a very interesting topic i could talk about it for a while and uh this passage is very thought-provoking for me just because of how interesting it is for this to be in the bible and i don't ever hear anybody talking about it the transfiguration because i think people just don't understand light and what it could be um but this could just be my ego talking and me wanting to know what god is and what he looks like and different things like that but i think it's in the bible for a reason you know for us to think about and talk about and to experience so that's uh that's all i got in a nutshell there and i'm sure there'll be more talk about that i didn't get into the john the baptist stuff because uh, that has to do with reincarnation uh, and that is a touchy subject so uh, i won't get into that right now so we'll, we'll end her here we'll wrap it up uh i hope you enjoyed some of that talk um, if you like some of that talk, we get into that on the Holy Health Podcast a little bit here and there. Uh, we have some different episodes that are specific to that talk. Um, and of course, it's all about health, holy health, right? So you can check out that podcast if you would like. That's a podcast that my wife and I do together, and uh, it's a good one. So, uh, other than that... Uh, give me some likes, hit me up, give me a review, that'd be great. 
uh, that helps helps a lot. And uh, that being said, thanks for listening, and I will see you next time.